<laughs> Welcome to the latest episode of Nickel City Soundtrack. I tried to be all slick and suave, but our special guest fucked that shit up. He always does. It's our, it always does. <laughs> Fucking stink mouth. This is our year-end wrap-up. We're doing our top. Not really sure how many. Uh, so, you know, check it out. I'm Chris. I'm Mark. Alex. It's Derek. And... And Larry, Larry, sorry I talked over you, Derek. I'm an asshole. It's all good. Of the Bleach Mouth Postscript Podcast, which has come back of strong. The, of the uh, State Mouth Shit strong. Talk Podcast, <laughs> I have to say that Larry has a very strong Milo vibe today, and I'm, I'm here for it. I'm fucking here for well. it. It's Me mostly too. just the uh, the water bottle necklace. Let's make some Larry Milo T-shirts. <laughs> Was Larry. Was Larry. Fucking my Milo Milo Bleach Mouth. <laughs> Bleach Mouth goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking here for it. Bleach Mouth goes to college. <laughs> Don't make me get that tattoo because I will. I dare you. What's what's the what's the what's the what's the rules, Chris? What's the uh what's the format here? So you had mentioned something about wanting to do your honorable mentions first, which I think is a curious and somewhat tantalizing idea. <laughs> so uh, I guess why don't you do a couple of uh, honorable mentions and maybe I can whittle down my list or it'll remove some from some of us. Well, well, here's my honorable mentions because these things kind of don't count. That's why they're going to be my honorable mentions. Don't they, they don't count. So, but number one, is the last stereo album 13 because it didn't come out in 2023 but i discovered <coughs> it in 2023 so that's weird that's that's an honorable mention hey if if some mm. other people can pick their record from the year before it's not a mention Those still- count. <laughs> my first ever uh fanzine partner did that <laughs> if you know who that is but anyway my other two my oh. other two things are um the gel and ended performances on audio tree because they are our releases mm-hmm. on like streaming, which I discovered last week. But people should definitely check those out. They are pretty cool. Audio tree is pretty cool. They they're putting a bunch of hardcore on there. So if you want to see hardcore bands cool. kind of chat and play live, it's really, really cool. So check it out. I think Incendiary's on there. I think Restraining World is coming up on there. It's pretty cool. So check that out. But that's that's what I got for honorable mentions. Is that like anybody uh... else? Is it like full interviews or is it just like they talk between songs and stuff, but it's pretty cool. Okay. Is it kind of like the uh what was it uh MTV story time? No, they tell stories, but not really, but they kind of just like do a song and then they like ask them a couple questions about something and I think they pretty much come through when they're like they've played like wherever that is. I think Mm. room their studio is. Um yeah. Cool. So, what do we got? Well, any, any, like a... Anyone else have any honorable mentions? Yeah, but I'm going to do them like a fucking person. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So, what did I miss? Were the What are the rules? The arbitrary honorable mentions rules made up first. Yeah, just starting off with honorable mentions because why not? <laughs> what? This is fucking preposterous. 
<laughs> uh let's let's let mr mouth go first as the honored guest uh so the first one i had was uh that imploders lp that came out a little bit ago um mm-hmm. it's pretty um it's pretty good it's rock as hardcore punk leaning pretty heavy into punk mm-hmm. it's got pretty buzzsaw type guitars um the tone reminds you a little bit of uh in god we trust incorporated as far as the guitar tone goes Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really go super fast the way a lot of people might expect a band like that to go. Um, it's a little more mid tempo. They're not afraid of mosh parts, but I really, really like that record a lot. Um, what was that again? Sorry, Imploders. Imploders. Yeah. Um, they had a really good seven inch that I got. Uh, they're both out on Neon Taste, and I don't know if Neon Taste is from Western Canada or Niagara Falls. It's fucking. It's fucking weird. Like I'm convinced that they're from Western Canada, but the the mailing address is from Niagara Falls. But I, I don't I don't know why I've got it in my head they're from Western Canada. But um, hmm. so yeah, the Imploders LP, uh, that uh, most recent Chain Whip Call the Knife. I just got my record. Um, I had pre-ordered it because I really like their other stuff, and uh, they didn't get it out to me until pretty recently because I guess. One of the dude, the dude Jez label went on tour with the band in Europe or something, but that's pretty good. Um, it's definitely it's like it's like a mix of early out cold and early poison idea. Um, it goes pretty fast. It doesn't go into thrash too much. Um, the vocals remind me of um, Murder Suicide Pact. If Bob Cern had an English accent, sometimes it Ooh. doesn't get quite as throaty and gurgly as bob did mm-hmm. on this murder suicide pack songs but it, it that just sticks out in my head i really like that record a lot um and the one derek and i share is the illiterates no experts lp which is i really like that one a lot that's um too that's that has some that's a little faster than the other two records i just mentioned but kind of in the same realm ish um sometimes I think if I'm trying, I was trying to find hard, trying hard to find a comparison, but it's like, it doesn't sound like antidote, but it's that style hardcore. Like it's, it's not super, super binder core. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not as punk leaning as the other two records. (laughs) (laughs) Binder core. I will say this, the vocals sometimes, call me crazy it doesn't sound like ray capo but there are some affectations the way he trails off on the end of lines and phrasing that i'm like that's a ray capo thing yeah but not quite as pronounced i mean you have to really try hard to sound exactly like ray capo but there's a little bit of that but that's a really good record ask too. casey coolis what's that i said ask casey coolis <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh who I haven't seen in decades, not since speaking tongues when I saw committed play there. Um, I ain't seen that cat in a long ass time, but uh, yeah, I'll, the, I'll just stop at those three. Those are the three I've been listening to the most recently of the stuff on my list. Um, but yeah, the, those three have been really good. The odd thing about when I was coming to list is that there are some records that I've been listening to so much that I was convinced they released this year, but they totally weren't. They're were like at the tail end of 
2022 yeah. sound kind of yeah. like the cotard seven inch and uh that bombardment lp but that was march of 2022 i think but those two records mm. i play a lot but they're not this year so they don't count i really i really like that illiterates record and i completely forgot about it yeah uh, they're they're really good. i don't even know where they're from i just know i like that shit they're really good thanks for pittsburgh yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh. I had it. I had it in my head that they were from Pittsburgh, but I was, I don't, you know, I couldn't say for certain. So you don't acknowledge Pennsylvania. What's that? But you don't acknowledge Pennsylvania. As a I product. acknowledge Pittsburgh because I don't give a shit about fucking football. So and <laughs> Pittsburgh's always been a fun time for me, man. So I don't give a shit. I've gone. To, I've gone to see a couple of baseball games there in, at the park. There, it's a lot of fun. I like that town. I love Pittsburgh. Cool, cool, cool. That liter that literates record, I think you're kind of like pretty close with the, you know, the Ray Capo comparison. It's like a little more uh, a deeper sounding, not as off the off the rails, but I I can hear like a can't close my eyes era comparison. Yeah, um, he's just he's not as unhinged. Like it's right. not as wild, you know. You know what? Like I really like that record. The production on it's super good. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of those bands that try to do like that style, like lay off the gain a little too much with their guitars, and they just like have it perfect. I feel maybe could have gone even a little bit more, but like it's it's got enough gain to make me happy. So you're talking about gain and shit. That's above my pay grade, dude. Well, you know the guitar tone. You know these musicians. Super dry with the gain, almost like jangly. Are you like, gonna start talking about loops and shit now? Looping pedals and stuff? I mean, come on. Fucking <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> you guys invited me. It's your fault. It <laughs> fucking is. It really is. Okay. Alex, you should go. Give us a couple. So my I'll I'll stick with Larry's formula and just give you three off the top that I listen to probably the most. Number one with a bullet is Torrential Torment by Scourge. That record is an absolute fucking ass beater. It's just like exactly the right level of brutal, but it's still got some like tunefulness where it actually gets stuck in your head a little bit. I fucking love it. Um, I, I'm not sure that it's the, the best record that Seth Gilmore was on this year, which is kind of fucked up. That's, he, he sings for Scourge. He also sings for Fugitive. Uh, they put out a single, it's a Blast Furnace back with Standoff. And I think that single absolutely fucking shreds. Like I could listen to it on repeat all day long. And I have by accident before, but it's fucking awesome. Um, it's kind of, it picks up where Power Trip left off, but I like the production on it better than most of the Power Trip stuff. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, obviously a different singer given that Riley is no longer with us. Um. That brings me to New World Man, The Beast is Back, which is a fully fucking unhinged record. Like their demo was crazy. And this one goes about three, four steps further. It's like, I think it's fucking awesome. It's like the spiritual successor to like, basically if, you know, if the Crumb Suckers formula uh, is being carried out by anybody today, it's them. But at the same time, it feels like its own thing. I, I love that record. I love that band. I haven't seen them yet, which kind of sucks. But, you know, um, 
Are you familiar with that, Mark? I'd be interested if you had heard that. Not. What's it called, Alex? New World Man. The Beast. Write it down. They they have two sessions. They have like they have their demo, and then they have uh, they have the Beast is back. So, yeah, the Beast is back came out a few months ago. The demo came out probably a year or two ago. But Did the vinyl for that drop? Because I feel like I ordered it, but I don't have it. I definitely I ordered it and don't have it. Okay. So I think that's Trump why I haven't. And I was sold. So yeah, I think that's why I haven't listened to it because I'm like, wait a second, that's out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been released officially on Spotify and stuff for months and months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it just, I think when I saw or the pre-order for it i didn't bother to look to see if it was on spotify i thought it was just like you know like so i completely missed that which i'm kicking myself for what's spotify? Yeah, I, I love it <laughs> i don't know what that is spotify <laughs> what, what do you got what do you got Derek? music people Five. my list is not gonna be nearly as cool as yours because <laughs> i don't listen to anything <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the record. World I hate. Uh, Years of lead. I mm. have. You, have you heard it? I haven't. I haven't listened to it yet. It was oh, just like it's, it's an interesting one. I, I was not expecting that to come from you. Yeah, that yeah. I, I had the exact same thought. Like that record just doesn't strike me as something that you know Darrell would be would be feeling. But I'm, what about uh, what about Derek? <laughs> I think it's really. I mean, it's it's. I think it's really good. Uh, because the blend of like you know that power violence and then like a real heavy like breakdown will come and i just think they do it right like mm. like a new spin on like infest you know or something like that so what's their yeah, name yeah. it's world, world i hate and I mean, it's a great name that's why i bought it yeah it's i've been the, there i've been the there vocals are like total infest like worship um but the music you know they'll have blast bars, but they'll they'll get super like heavy with like a modern like type heavy breakdown. So it's a super interesting record. That's I had it at number three on my on my mm-hmm. list, uh, right below the literates. <laughs> um, All right. Do you want another one? Sure. Uh, Pure Heel, <laughs> Freedom from You. Uh, Who are those guys. Yeah. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> uh, Who are those? Where are they from? You know, I'm a homer. <laughs> I have a whole separate homer section. That's that's I mean, yeah. I have it's nice that you guys have so much time listening to so much hardcore, right? You guys can have your homer section. Motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> with kids are trying. We're, we're, we're scrounging for time. We're, we're like, we're, we're, we can't. We, we got to go like sit in the basement and try to put some headphones on and shit. I can't you, remember you the last time that back I, and forth to work. Yeah, I can't remember the last time that I walked into your work and it looked like you were doing something that you could not walk Stop. away. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got time. It's okay that you're old, but you got. I, mean, time. I can listen to music all day, but you know. 90% of my time's taken up by uh, Gorilla Biscuits. So fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Stick with the classics. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh but yeah, I really like that record. I think they uh you know just continued on with what they were doing and uh, it's good solid, you know, hardcore. So well done, Pure Heel. Well done. Well done. 
I should have included them as well because I liked them quite a bit. Too late, Larry. Too late. Getting better too. That, like, no, I know. I've got I've got ten on here. So and too late, you know. bro. Every new thing yeah. that your heel does, I I tend to like better than the stuff before it. Like they. Yeah, I mean, it's just a band. Yeah, a band rock. that continually gets better. Yeah, rock sense. I really like that record. Makes sense. Another one that I ordered the vinyl of that I'm pretty sure they said they had in hand and hasn't come yet. Yeah, they just. You know, I saw a post today saying they just got the, the sleeves for it. Really? That ordered mm, okay. a long time ago as well. I just I ordered an LP that came out in 1997, didn't show up till yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it's impressive that it found you after all this time. Uh, it was uh it was how they, they didn't initially do a vinyl press of uh, uh Cold is Life. Uh, oh Cold is uh, Life. Yeah, Born to Land Hard. Just showed up on my doorstep. Yes, yeah. forgot it existed that that I that I ordered it. Yeah. All right, Mark. What do you got? Uh, okay. I'm gonna pick some stuff here. <laughs> Not all my stuff's hardcore, so fuck all y'all if you give a shit about that. Um, kicking. Ain't got time to listen to hardcore. We got time to listen to whatever top. I do. I actually with. do, cause cause <laughs> I do. You can take that however you want it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We had kicking on the podcast earlier this year. They had a little two-song thing called uh, Cheeks and Slower. They're kind of like shoegazy like type stuff. I like them a lot. Um I think people should Shugazi. I think um I think you should check them out. They're from they're partially from Buffalo, but mostly from Mississippi. I think that's where they're from now. But I like their stuff a lot. I've been listening to that a lot. Um let's see. The uh, Many Eyes Revelation Mystic Chord single. The uh, I've been spinning that a lot, probably more than most things for some freaking reason. Because I think it's so freaking it's it's it's, so it's surprising how good that is. It's stupid how like it just it sounds like I don't know. It's it's just good. Like it's it's just good. And I've never been a fan of. Keith's vocals or style, but this like it's just it just hits on all cylinders. I kind of want to go back and look because I kind of like I every time I die, like I don't listen every time I die. I was gonna say I don't, couldn't give a shit about it every time I die, but mm-hmm. I want to go back and look with Keith's like lyrics and stuff and kind of revisit them and stuff because lyrics are important. I think, and I I've, I've heard he's a good lyric writer, but I've never I never really looked at it. I, feel that these are a little and I, I don't really fuck with every time I die that much. Yeah. But I feel like these are a lot more straightforward. Definitely. That's what I'm hearing too. Like he, like he's he's cutting out the the prose and verbiage and just and just getting right to the point. And it's good. Yeah. I mean it's it's really good. I'm I'm can't wait to go see them next month with uh Rival right. Schools and Thursday. Rival Schools, right? Yeah. Rival Schools. That's a now. weird combo. He doesn't. He definitely doesn't use as many like dumb analogies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna throw our our other podcast partner in here, uh, Aaron King's "I Am King." Uh, oh yeah. Mm. It's yeah. cool. Like Buffalo. Aaron's vocals are freaking ridiculous. <laughs> the music is freaking ridiculous. Like it's like a combination of everything. Like I think he likes and is done. It just sounds so good. That's just him. Didn't I was gonna say? Didn't you do everything on that? So yeah. it should be should be him. Like I, it should be like uh, 
audio version of him, you know. I want him to play a show because I was like when I was doing that last show, I was like, Aaron, are you gonna put together a band or something for this this project you're doing? So hopefully he'll like put together something and actually like do a show or something. I think that'd be that'd be kind of cool if he if he put that together because it, it's good. It's on it's on um what's the name of that label? Triple Hammer. Triple, Triple Hammer. Hammer. Yeah, I, 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 I have I have some other Triple Hammer releases on my uh, my list. Shout out Triple Hammer Records. <laughs> and my last little thing I'm gonna throw in here is a space boomerang sun killer like a uh, release that they put out. Like space, like I I wasn't a, a huge fan of space at the beginning, but I they've grown on me definitely. And I'm like space is putting Buffalo out there. And I've said this before on the podcast. I'm like, when I look at like fests and stuff, I'm like, why is it space in this freaking fest? Like space is doing shit and like they're working harder than most bands. The shit's cool. I'm a big fan of space. I mean, listen to them if you're from Buffalo, because they are they're kind of Buffalo right now, like in a lot of ways. So check out space. So they gotta, I mean, this is good shit. And they have a record coming out on is that in common knowledge now with records? Record, yeah, record, that they're record, on record. rev, yeah, that's common yeah, knowledge. So support space if you can. Support those people. What's that? I mean, I've I've always I've been saying that space and exhibition are flying the Buffalo flag, uh, and and they're they're both doing big things for Buffalo. Yeah, which I'm a fan of, like, because that's that's part of the whole hardcore thing, man. Like these bands that are working hard, going out there, going all over the freaking world, playing freaking shows. Has exhibition exhibition hasn't gone to Europe, right? No, no, yeah, yeah I don't think so. I mean. I'm most assuming of the numbers have, but I'm assuming they'll get there at some point with what they're doing. So, yeah, as, assuming... as an outsider, those are the two names that I see the most. Those two names in a violent way. Those yeah. are the three names that I see the most out there in the ether. You know, I definitely shout exhibition as well with what they did. They put out. They put out their record come out this year. Yeah. yeah, it does. Okay, sorry, I'm I'm. Um, Dude, me. Buffalo had so many releases this year. It's yeah, I think so you were telling many. me like everyone has put out a release this year, pretty much in Buffalo, which is I think everyone, awesome. but but Juggernaut and didn't Juggernaut put out a tape this year? Maybe they did. I don't know. I don't think so though. They they put out a record last year. <laughs> Show promoters, fest people, put space in the freaking fest because they should be on all these fests that are freaking happening everywhere. You know, they've been getting on stuff. You could yeah, you but, see them out you see them on fast and stuff. Yeah, but they should be on bigger fests. Like space is freaking doing shit, and I want Buffalo to be represented on these big ass freaking fests and shit. So maybe maybe it'll happen this year. Who knows? Maybe it will. I mean, now that they're on Rev, I have a feeling you'll start seeing them on the circuit more. Yeah, they definitely deserve it because they bust their fucking asses. So anyway, those are my four ish like picks. There, no particular <laughs> order. <laughs> Who's up next? Chris. Be Chris. Yeah, yeah, that would be me. That would be me. You know, let me adjust myself here. Let and, me uh, adjust myself. <laughs> so um I'll start off with a couple. I'm gonna throw down uh the stigmatism LP. If you're if you're not listening to that, you're fucking up. You are. That is so freaking good. Discover that in 185 so miles good. south. So good, stupidly so good. They kind of sound like it's like ten minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of sound like sick of it all or something. 
Am I? They am they, I... they kind of sound like Victim in Pain era Agnostic Front. The vocals uh, are are Lou Kohlerish, I would say. Yeah, yeah. It's the the records fucking the, the seven inch was cool. This is fucking good. Yeah, I love the seven inch. So I'm gonna have to get the LP. Oh, yeah. it's so fucking good. Um, Rat Cage Savage Visions. Nice. Years past, I've gone on about the awesomeness of Rat Cage, and it just continues with this. Uh it's fucking Rat Cage, man. I don't know what else to say. Say more. And uh, I'll close out this uh little this little piece with Alienator World of Hate. Tell me more. Such a great seven inch. Tell me more. It's great, man. What's you know, like? I don't get into like I don't get into like guitar tone and all of that. I just I know what like tickles my fancy. What's it kind of like? An though? alien an alienator tickles my fancy. Uh you know, hardcore you see in a basement. Okay. Kind of like that. Like I'm a little surprised that Okay, uh, Pat Kinlan. <laughs> I'm saying I'm a little surprised that Larry's not like pumping up alienator i thought you were a fan here's the here's the thing i um i went to order that seven inch and they were sold out of them completely and i was telling a mutual friend of ours dave neeson about it at band practice and i said i was kind of bummed out i couldn't get it and he said oh i was in a band with their guitar player so dave scored me a seven inch but I haven't seen Dave nice. since then to get it yet. Oh. So they sent it to him for free. He said, "Hey Sam, my buddy Larry wants to get your seven. So I'm still waiting to get that. So I haven't. I can't really speak to that oh. with any authority. But I have it. I it's just not in my possession you yet. Don't have it. You yeah, have he was. Spirit. He was. He was in a band with him when he lived out in Oregon. And uh, okay. this band called Organized Sports. They, I think, they yeah, started yeah. off. They started off originally. They were doing a Void cover band as a terrible name. For uh, <laughs> it is a terrible it, name. It is a terrible name. But it, they started off. They did a Halloween show as a Void cover band. And one of the guys was like, well, hey, let's just do a re- regular band then. So Dave was like, okay. And then Sam went on to do Alienator. So that's how that's that connection. So- you know. It's interesting, like, um, when I kind of reconnected with Dave, however many years ago, he sent me that record, and I was actually surprised at how hardcore it was. He's always liked hardcore, but if you just look at his output via Harriet the Spy, you wouldn't know. I mean, I saw them no. play at the Meal House in Columbus, and they, they straight up did a cover of a Chain of String song. And I said, mm. and the kids were kind of sort of mocking it because like a super emo kind of crowd, right? Like nineties emo. I said to Dave, I said, "Little do they know that's like one of the best best songs." And Dave goes, "Little do they know that I'm not fucking joking. That is a fucking awesome song." <laughs> you know, Dave was like, you know, white belted up, but he was like, "No, I still like fucking hardcore, dude." You know, yeah. <laughs> it was he never yeah. shied away from it. I mean, that's how we ended up playing so many shows together because we were on the same wave so what's this guy like that's not hardcore he's more of a punk guy well harriet the spy was very emo like 90s the epitome of 90s emo yeah you know just really good guitar player but he never stopped liking hardcore that's just not what he was playing because he was he's going to art school he's doing that whole thing you know so he's gotta play emo if you go to art school uh i think he was just like his thing was more yeah yeah his thing was more like rights of spring and stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know but like he was the one who pointed out i'm pretty sure it was him he was the one who pointed out to me that um 
that one integrity song and Slayer Jesus Saves is the same fucking riff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Whatever song it is off, I think it's off the seven inch. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to change your skin when you go to art school. <laughs> but that's kind of how he always was, though. He was always that, like, kind of sweater, black rim glasses kid, even like then. Yeah. yeah. He just leaned harder into it. I'm, I yeah. don't know this guy. I'm just joking around. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. But organized sports sounds like like a terrible youth crew Euro band. It's the worst fucking name. Like he sent it to me, and I was just like, "What is this?" I put it on, and I was pleasantly surprised. It's 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 a good record. It's a good yeah. record. Just it is definitely a terrible name, you know. <laughs> yeah. so. Organized sports. It's they, you know, they, it's they perfectly fine if you're you know. if you're doing a fucking Void cover band one off and you call it that as a joke, but <laughs> yeah. to run with that is that's a choice. The only the, <laughs> yeah, only, other, choice. the only other way I could see that name working is if you did a a, a joke band a la Straight Youth or something like that. Mm-hmm. You could sort of get away with it then, but beyond that, you're right. That's an awful name. So, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it was like a, a pun on like. 10 yard fight teamwork you know oh, all of those like oh, yeah sportswear yeah sportswear that's band goal, ever sportswear goal line stand you know like all of that shit i'm sure it was like a fucking play on that i think yeah, yeah. i think you're overthinking it they're just the fucking they were a void cover band and they named themselves after a void song yeah but the, the layers it's all about the, layers like the you have the sweater you have the shirt under it you have the under the, that the worst possible name as as a joke and then it just stuck mm-hmm. it's like how fucked up never thought they were going to be a real band and then all of a sudden they figured out how to write good songs and then they're like oh shit we're trying to like make this our career and we're called fucked up right and now <laughs> i have this cool gorilla biscuits poster i'm not, not going to hang on my wall because it says fucked up really big on it <laughs> put a label over it <laughs> anyway yeah. all right back to back to the back to the mouth <laughs> oh um so one of the it didn't come out on a, on any um um like it didn't come out on like an lp or a cassette or anything it was just a digital release uh but uh, Wall Creeper finally did a full length um, called Pissing in the Holy Water. And basically, you know, it's heavy, fast, hardcore with like some metal inflections and some DB parts here yeah. and there. They have like a lot of, they have some noisy parts and they're heavy parts. Um, at first blush, you would think that they don't, that they didn't listen to Converge and band, Botch and bands like that. But the more you listen, you can hear little things are taking from it, but it's mostly fast and short. But there's an emphasis on the heavy there that a lot of fast bands really aren't doing as much anymore. Um, I'm kind of big up and I'm not because I mean I love the record. It's it's fucking it's a great record. I listen to it a lot, but there's like a a huge scene in Ohio, broadly, particularly in Cleveland. A lot of bands are coming out and putting out a lot of stuff. And I feel that, and this is no shade to them, you know. I feel that they're kind of getting overlooked and they've been around for a minute now. And uh, of the bands, particularly in Northeast Ohio, they're, they're my favorite one. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, I, someone might say, well, that, that's just the Akron in you. It's like, well, sort of, because two of them moved to Cleveland and they're the rhythm section for last gasp now. But they're just, I just think they're head and shoulders better than all the other bands in Northeast Ohio, as far as that are playing straight up hardcore. Uh, they're angry as fuck and pissed. And Sean is a, he's an intimidating presence, but in a way that is not at all like, he just looks like a dude who's really upset sometimes. <laughs> and he might, you know, he, he's, he's, there's just a good band. I like the lyrics. I like the song titles. I like the music. They're nice guys on top of that. And uh, they're, they're just really good. The drumming is particularly excellent uh, in a lot of spots. Tony really knows how to play really well. And he'll do, he'll, he'll do double kick, which is not something I genuinely generally like in my hardcore, but he's pretty, uh, tasteful with it he puts it in all the right spots and doesn't overuse it you know um i don't know how alex felt about him but he got to see him um uh i think i I just think they're great and i just wanted to you know put their name out there because i i do think they're an excellent band they've been a a favorite of mine for a while and they just happened to put a record out this year which was great so i got to talk about it and i was going to do that so Uh, so i like that one and um my one non-hardcore release, I kind of almost didn't include it because it it, it kind of doesn't qualify in a way. It was released in 2023, but it's uh, Voivod Morgoth Tales. And except for two songs, they're re-recordings of earlier recordings. And some of them, I think, were appropriate because, like, for example, the songs they pulled from the Roar LP that they redid, you can actually kind of hear the way the riffs were intended to be heard. But, you know, when I did Roar, that was 1986, and the production on that record is just, it's difficult to get through all the noise. So um, they have a lot of reworked ver- versions. Um, the one I like the best is uh, Condemned to the Gallows, which was the song that appeared on their, I think it was their first ever vinyl appearances on one of those metal, on Metal Massacre 5 or 6 on Metal Blade. And it just wasn't a really great recording. So they reworked that one and that one's really good. And they have a new song called Morgoth Tales. But because it's mostly reworkings of earlier songs, I almost didn't include it, but I kind of had to because one, they're my favorite band. And two, um, there's some original music on there too. And I just felt, and I listened to it a lot. So I felt like I'd be bullshitting everybody if I didn't bring it up. And then um, there's a segment I just got pretty recently called, um, regimen to terror um they're kind of like it's a seven inch it's self-titled they're kind of like if that band trip six were like from sweden (laughs) and they weren't quite as sloppy as trip six you know the vocals kind of sound like cal from discharge if he and choke fucked and had a kid (laughs) that's kind of what the vocals sound like um i really like it a lot i think the production could be a bit better but there's a charm to it that works uh but again it's not like i don't know if you get i don't know who all familiar trip six on this call but i happen to like them even though they're kind of a fucking mess like i always thought that they were stand out on the way it is comp because they sounded so different from everybody else and uh-huh. you could just you could just tell that they were barely playing those songs correctly it was yeah. it was so fucking great like um and then I got like the seven inch and some other stuff. 
but it reminds like I said, it reminds me of Trip Six if they were like a Swedish kind of D beat sort of thing, you know. Uh I really like that seven inch a lot too. So those are three that I really enjoyed this year too. Hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. Yeah. And real quick, I don't know if this part what we were talking about earlier got um will be part of the overall episode, but we were talking about labels real quick and only caught the tail end because says that having audio difficulties. A lot of the records I've been ordering come from either Convulse, Neon Taste, Sorry State Records, um, or uh La Vida SMUs. Uh, so I'm getting like most of my records are coming from those labels. It seems for my money, those are the labels I'm most interested in as far mm -hmm. as like what they're putting out. Um so I just wanted to mention that as well, you know. Cool. Yeah. That's that. Very cool, yo. I see Alex getting ready to talk. Well, I'm just <laughs> looking, at, looking at my list in my hand here. So got some shit to say. I mean, obviously, I kind of cut it short. There's a lot more that that uh, came out this year that I found pretty compelling. I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that uh, I listened to Casual Violence by a conservative military image about a billion times. Uh, record just goes down easy. And uh, yeah, i sticking with the uh, very, very casual uh, boy fan theme. Um that fucking violent way record that came out this year. I like a lot, obviously, you know, local stuff, super talented dudes. And, uh, in the oi tinged realm, the chisel fuck em single, uh, does it for me, man. Like that, that dumbass song just gets the blood flowing. Um, you know, I had an annoying day at work today and I was listening to that on my break. Got me fired back up, went back out there. Still accomplished very little for the rest of my day. <laughs> I mean, I got a bunch of, like, like we mentioned, there's been a ton of local stuff that, that has come out. Obviously the exhibition LP is probably my number one, most listened to record that came out this year. I fucking love it. Um, that band just like that LP came out with what I think is pretty much a perfect version of, of that band recorded. Uh, you know, the vocals are a little bit clearer than they were on the demo or the seven inch, but they're still really like harsh uh, in a way that that really works for me. The fucking guitars sound big. They sound absolutely incredible across that record. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the sticking with that same crew of dudes, that smash and grab promo finally came out digitally. Um, you know, maybe there will be physical copies of it within the year 2023. Fucking knows. They only finished it in like June of 2022, so a lot of Is something coming out? Who knows? Man? Who knows? Okay. I like how Exhibition had like another song on that LP called Exhibition. Yeah, Exhibition. <laughs> they should have like Exhibition, a song called Exhibition on every record. Be their thing. <laughs> that uh, that song too. There's a part that like out of like a verse or out of a chorus to a verse he, where he just he sneaks in a oh, fuck you and it sounds so funny and I love it. Every time I just but, like rewind it and listen to it, I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> here's the thing: there are two distinct and separate fuck yous in that song, just standalone fuck yous. 
Yeah, I like the quick, the quick short one. Like, that guitar, kind of yeah, the, the part in the little guitar break before the. Uh, yeah, it's so the, awesome. The fast part. Yeah, it's so awesome. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, just an extra fuck you, just for funsies. <laughs> You're into that. Yeah. You're into I mean, fuck you. I, you know, I'm all about it. I'm all here, always here for a good fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Great. What else we got? Uh, I'll I'll talk about a release. Um, the Who Decides Rochester Fast demo or cassette promo, whatever it is. I don't I don't know what it actually is. Uh, talking about Winter Promo Twenty Three or one? Yeah, the Winter Winter Promo Rochester yeah. Fast. Um, this band I saw them play uh, in Buffalo uh, was a benefit for uh, Bailey's niece or something because remember oh the show the, yeah the show at uh at amy's place yeah it was um, for bailey's partners um bailey's partner's niece who bailey is also very close with who was diagnosed with uh with cancer yeah they blew me away at that show and they had uh, two cassettes for sale there and, like i bought them but they really didn't capture what they had live and even mm -hmm. this promo doesn't either but it's it's closer to what they're what they are, yeah. And uh, those two songs, I'm pretty impressed with. They they, I can't wait to see them again. Basically, I so, think that's their their best recording. I yeah. Agree. But I also agree 100 percent that their recordings they have not figured out how to capture who they are live. I just saw them, so I saw a little bit of their set at Amy's place, and they were really fucking good. But I saw them play on a proper stage with a proper PA at California Brew House in Rochester at that Upstate Unity Festival, really fucking long show. And they were, I was so checked out of that show because it was 10 bands in one day. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. And sides got up there and I'm not kidding. Like I was standing there like a fucking slack jawed idiot for the first two songs they played. Because <laughs> they were so goddamn good. They absolutely floored me. Yeah, they are. They are super good, man. Really good bands played that day. And with no disrespect to anybody else, they fucking, they smoked everybody. Like, I could not believe how good they were that day. Mm -hmm. That's a band that if they, if they can nail down their sound on a recording, they're going to be bigger than Jesus. <laughs> Granted, Jesus isn't that big in the hardcore scene, but you get my point. Jesus I mean, he was, dead. he had his moment. He had his moment. <laughs> In the Carolinas and Florida, he definitely had his moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I got that. I have that tape for you, by the way, Derek. Just oh, remind me next time I see you. Yeah, for sure. We only made like 25 of the tapes, so good timing. Awesome. 25 tapes. Mm. All right. So these these aren't gonna be hardcore releases, but I mean, these are gonna these are gonna be things that I pick. Um what? Why are you laughing, bro? Getting all spicy on me, Derek. No, it's all good. <laughs> are these two? This he's he's of, laughingly judging. I'm silently judging. <laughs> these sets of picks. Um, the Hotel Etiquette LP. Um, which is um Mike Hansen oh. from Pentimento doing a solo project. Was that shout out, Mike? Definitely. It's like I remember telling someone that I like this, and they're like, they were like, well, I don't like you know whatever pop punk it's not that at all it's it's 
it's definitely something a lot more mature. There's a lot of different sounds in there. Like there's like pop punk, rock, R and B, freaking everything in there. It's it's really it's a really cool sounding. Like there was a song on there which I was waiting for like like the uh, the rap guest like part in to come in, but it never came in. But it's really cool. It's because you didn't show up to the recording session. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, it's but it's really cool. I definitely want people to check them out. I was supposed to see them at their record release show, but uh, I had a, I had a, I had a murder in the family. <laughs> it, was, it was a cat. It was a cat. So, a dog murdered a cat, but whatever. And it's not funny because I miss Don. Don was a real one. So shout out Don. Wait, is that what happens? Yeah. It's fucked up. It is fucked up. Like this dog got in with where it's whatever. I'm not, I don't want to talk about it. So fuck it. But Shout out Don for the only time you'll ever be mentioned on this podcast. Don the cat. Rip. Love you, man. Anyway. Full name Don Austin the cat. <laughs> Maybe that was his full name, Don Austin. So so Mike's a Mike's a really talented guy and he's super talented, man. He definitely put a lot into that record, and you can tell. Um yeah, like he it's not really, everywhere. I can appreciate what he did and how you could tell how much time and he put into it and yeah. all that. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to see them at some point again, but you know, we'll see. They're, we'll 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 see how that goes. They were super entertaining at that show. Like, yeah, Mike is uh play is just singing now, which is pretty cool. Last time I saw yeah. him, he was playing guitar and singing, so that should be be a lot cooler kind of experience. The other non-hardcore thing I'm gonna pick, which might be my favorite record of the year, um, arguably it is. Is the last night songs LP, which just came out at the end mm. of uh, November. I still need to listen to that. I totally Man, need to sleep like, on that. Like I, I thought Copper was okay, but this like destroys Copper. It's not really even comparable. Like it's just really, really. I don't know how to describe it. It's just really, really good. It's like, it's like the kind of like record that's like. I, like I, I was telling someone, it sounds like a mature emo record. I guess it's like it, it, it's a lot of good like um, like Joe's like guitar stuff is really cool on there. I was you know that that catches you, Megan's like lyrics and voice catch you. It's just really it's something you sit down and listen to and like you you kind of not pick apart, but like you want to like you listen to it. You try to find other things in it when you're listening to it because. It's just like, and I hope it gets a physical release someday. Like, I don't know why someone wouldn't want to put this out. Like, yeah, it's, it's like that good. And it's just really good. And I know they've been like working on this forever, too. Like, they've been like, you know, recording and re-recording. And, you know, they're always in the, we, we practice in the same practice space as Derek, that Derek practices in as well. You know, yeah. you ever see that in the practice? Yeah, all the they're time. Like, they're like always freaking. They're like hashing shit out, and it's just definitely listen to last night's songs and listen to like. I, I mean, I don't describe shit. I'm like Chris. I don't. I just like what sounds. Good. I just like what sounds good. It's, and this, they're this kind of good. tough to nail down too, because like is is post emo a thing? Maybe it could be. Like maybe because I mean when when I saw them last year, I felt that they were kind of in. Not fully, but in the direction of like shoegaze type stuff. Definitely. And and as you were talking, it was like this is like grown up shoegaze. Like this is like adult shoegaze or like yeah. post emo. 
you know, like it's like it's adult, like it's you know, it's grown up. Yeah, sometimes when you listen to stuff, like, you know, like, let's say you have a female singer, you're listening to the female singer, but with this, like, you're listening to, like, Joe's guitar stuff, listening to the bass stuff, the drum stuff is cool, This everything <clears throat> works together, and everything, you hear different things in every part of, you know, yeah. of what's going on, and I definitely people think people should check it out, you know, it's on all the streaming shit, it might be my record of the year, even though it came out pretty late in the year. It's why I listen to, like, right now, the most of. Like, I listen to this thing on the way to work, like, on my 100-mile trip to work every day. I listen to this thing. <laughs> I, I can listen to that song, Thieves. Yes. A lot. Like, that song is super good. Yeah. American Thieves, man. American Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> Great song. I, and it's it goes, like, the lyric, like, the themes are really cool, too. Like, check it out. It's It's good. Shout out Joe and Megan, who will be in the pit next next Saturday. I hear, washing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear Joe's gonna do a stage dive. And uh, shout out Justin and it's Pat that plays bass, right? Yes, yeah. can't leave any of them out, man. Come on, definitely. Justin with the freaking chair, bringing it with the freaking dining room chair, playing drums, <laughs> killing <Yeah>. it, <laughs> killing yeah. it. Anyway, so those are my non-hard non-hardcore picks. These people know what hardcore is all about, so they deserve my attention. So, there you go. Joe Luca, Joe Luca with a couple drinks in him is like legitimately one of the fucking best hangs in the world. That guy yeah. is party on fucking wheels. Love him. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> party on wheels. Can I just can I mention one more record in this vein? Yeah. Sure. Um, the the new Wild Ones record. I really like. Yes, uh, I don't know what that is. What is that? So good. It's it's Dead Hearts, dude. It's Tom from um, uh from from Derek's band. Yeah, the place the place you are meant to be lost is called. Um, it's kind of like a. It kind of sounds. It reminds me of Weaker Thins or something like that. A little bit. I disagree in the sense that I don't like the Weaker Thins, but I do like Wild Ones. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is it's it, kind of, is it kind of gaslight anthemy? Not really, because like yeah. I, I feel like gaslight anthems like more rock and roll. Yeah, they're they're a lot more chill. Yeah, there's, there are some driving parts, but like they're a lot more chill than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, they're I'm bad at describing this kind of stuff, especially, but like yeah, they they are they're really like smooth, and they just like they're not harsh. Um, in a way that like a band like Gaslight Anthem sometimes is mm-hmm. for for effect. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I I really like Wild Ones. They're like they're a really fucking solid band. Definitely. Yeah. Agreed. Shout out Tom. You not that cranky anymore, which is a little bit disappointing. Uh misleading his name. <laughs> Tom is definitely not cranky. He's uh <laughs> he's grown Tom. Does he still race cars? Does he did he do that? He was a car I, racer guy? Yes, he dude the dude lives his best life <laughs> he does <laughs> races cars play <laughs> every night what a life not my life beautiful head of hair wonderful head of hair <laughs> anyway and i miss them i want i've been meaning to see them but they play like every, they play friday nights all the freaking time and i finally was gonna go see them until i had this incident in my house so i will they see them one day it seems like they play really late a lot of the time too. Yes, they do that too. They play, they play venues. Yeah, they'll play venues that'll have like 
Oh yeah, doors at fucking twelve fifteen a.m. <laughs> maybe I'll put his, maybe I'll put his band on the next uh, Delaware Camera Fest. Hell yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know we'll we'll get that going. The Delaware Camera Fest too. There's nothing worse than punk rock time. I fucking hate shows that start that goddamn late. I hear you. I hear you, man. I kind of <laughs> like it. When I did my show, I was like, I was like, you're just saying that to be spiteful, Derek. I did a no, show. Quit contradicting me. Like this thing's gonna be over by like ten. What time was that show over that I did? Eleven <laughs> thirty. I got Derek, like needs, Derek needs the extra time to ruin his family photos. That's what he's doing before the shows. <laughs> Ruining his family photos. Indeed, indeed. You some of the best family photos, Derek. <laughs> yeah, for real. Some, some of the best. You guys are like there's love in those pictures. Yeah. Love. Lots, of, lots of love in those pictures. You guys are a unit. You guys should start a band. For real. Good. <laughs> you get guys them, get them <laughs> get those kids ready they're all yeah. they're all more talented than i so yeah it could happen there you go you can get name a the unit doll <laughs> 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 all right so who, who has to go into this round who's gotta go well uh, it's me to yo this is go um 20 more you know exhibition exhibition was on my list yeah uh as well as um the violent waste scum like you 12 inch uh, the exhibition record is great, and I was talking to a friend of mine who has who could give a shit about Buffalo bands, and he was saying that that exhibition record is his record of the year, which I was pretty <laughs> stoked on for them. And the record's Very great. Cool. Like when it came out, that I was listening to that on pretty regular repeat. All the fuck he was. <laughs> um, in a violent way, that twelve inch is great. Uh, I'm guessing they they put that out themselves again. Yep. Like, Violent Way, I feel like, whether intentionally or not, they're following that Griselda brand, that Griselda, like, template of doing it themselves and making it happen. You know, like, nobody else is doing that. And going all over the goddamn world doing it. Going all over the goddamn world (laughs) doing it. Like, that's that's so fucking awesome for them and awesome for Buffalo. And it's it's great to see Buffalo having a legit legit oi band. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's it's fucking great. There are third tier cities in Germany that they've played more times than they've played Buffalo. That's good, though. I mean, that's how it is. If if you're trying to be a band of that level, you don't oversaturate your home scene. Yeah. But you like hit those fucking weirdo European markets. So that when you do play the big European markets, it's fucking gigantic. That show that they played at the firm, like not my not my thing at all, but that was one of the best shows of the year here. Like from the venue to like the bands, such a good show. The Violent Wave show at uh the firm. Yeah. They sound they sound way better, in my opinion, with Drew in there as well, which is Yeah, definitely. Agreed. Like it just it sounds bigger, sounds fuller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very um, cool. Plus, and and plus because Drew it's been said, what's that? Plus, Drew is just always value added. Best guy. Definitely. Yeah. Um, because it's already been brought up. Conservative military image, casual violence. That's my record of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen to that all the fucking time. I'm all about that shit. I think it was two years ago when I had the summertime skinhead in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking, if you're sleeping on it, wake up. I, I saw that show in Buffalo. Looked like it was a good time. Yeah, was... I have I, I have friends who don't normally go for 
that type of stuff at all that are totally over the moon about that LP. Yeah. They love it. They love it. It's so ridiculous. Like I believe that those guys that that's what they're talking about is what they have or do do. But it's 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 like I'm here for it. I'm generally not all the biggest fan of that, but I'm here for all of it. All right, very cool. I think that's all I got for the moment. For the moment, you're. Um, I do have to say, oh, dude, I got like I still have like fucking ten things. Yeah, nice. Might as well say another one then. (laughs) Uh, I really, really, really like um, the Envision. The Gods That Tomorrow Built, that record. I think it's a great, like, 90s influence without being 90s cosplay. Uh, you know, from those dudes who really kind of teeter on the edge of 90s cosplay. You know, I think it's a, it's a great record. It's It's got, like, it's got the right elements without being overboard. I greatly enjoy it. Yeah, I think I checked that out after... Uh... Ryan said something about it on here, and I I thought it was pretty good. I it didn't bring me back to it though. Like I haven't checked it out since. I don't know that I've heard them recorded, but I've seen them, and they were really good live. They kind of remind me of that wreckage band, like kind of the same style. I think it's similar people or something. I, okay. I think the Envision is better than Wreckage. What else we got? Who else? Who's who else? We got stuff. You got stuff, Larry. Yeah, I have. I'll just whip through these. I've only got like four more, so I'll just okay. try to make them quick. Um, there's a band out of uh, Newark, Ohio, which is mm-hmm. Columbus area, called mm-hmm. Hell Is Here. They just did a cassette, and it's got uh, this guy I know, Des Brents, uh, singing and playing guitar. Um, he was in. He was a drummer for Three Studies for Crucifixion. He was in Black Dove. He was in Vile Gash. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in a bunch of bands, but it's like. It's very Midwestern sound, sounding hardcore, but it's got like some metal leanings, like kind of crossoverish, but it never really leaves punk completely. Mm-hmm. Um, there, but there's still a lot of chug riffs and some mosh in it too. But it's very, um, it's very political. The songs are pretty short, but it doesn't go into that fast thrash thing. Um, mm-hmm. Really dirty, nasty production. I like that cassette a lot. Um, not quite completely away, but something with a lot of oi influence. I. I love this band. I've got all their stuff up to date, but I got that Kong Kong details of war seven inch. Um, so it, good. It's so this good. weird, it's this weird pastiche of like power pop, oi punk and new wave, I guess, you know, it's, it's just odd. The vocals are the thing that where you hear the most oi influence, but um this record's just fucking catchy. I love them. I think they're great. Um, mm-hmm. They have some, you know, um, they're kind of at home with like, they would be at home with 77 punk bands if they were around at that time, but they've got a little more to offer than some of the more generic fucking class of 77. Um, mm-hmm. I like that so much a lot. Um, I have the Life Abuse uh, Screwball Split. Um, Life Abuse says like, Nate Wilson and uh Telf and those Albany folks. That's a really good record. It's you know, it it, it it's still it's definitely those guys. It's fast hardcore, um, kind of thrashy. Um 
I've, I don't know if Mark's ever done vocals before that I'm aware of, um, but he's doing the vocals and there's like some really interesting phrasing um, on those songs. Uh, it's definitely big sounding, but it doesn't sound like quote unquote big production style bands. It's kind of got some dissonant parts and has these really um, cool thrash metal style leads, but they don't, overpower the rest of it i like that i don't really care for the screwball side i can't say too much about that um you know but i like the life abuse side and then the last one i've got this lps band called laugh box l-a-f-f-f three f's and that's probably the weirdest record i have on here um it's definitely punk they don't really care much for convention as far as it goes um it's still really catchy, but it has these noisy, swirly guitar parts. I don't quite know where they're coming from. I can't really think of a, you know, a band that's doing anything quite parallel to what they do. Um, but it's uh, it's definitely up my alley. It, I I like a lot. Of, I like a lot of weirdo shit, but um, I like that record a lot too. So th- those are my ten that I came up with. I have audible mentions but i mean you know those are the 10 i've been listening to the most this year those 10 records what else you guys got chris have you exhausted all your regular stuff you just have honorables or you have stuff that no i've got i've got a whole bunch of shit i can just like when you get to me i can just run through it i guess i got some stuff left so Sorry to cut you off, Alex, real quick. I just, I, something I noticed about my listening habits this past year. All the new music I listened to this year, more so than most years, has been pretty much hardcore. Like, I still listen to a ton of other kinds of music. I mean, clearly, like, Way into Soul and R&B and blues and metal and stuff. But I find myself, almost anything I listen to that's new has been hardcore. Or at least in that area, which is kind of, you know, as I was coming to this list, I'm like, I don't have, other than the Voivod thing on here, I don't have anything that's not at least hardcore punk, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was kind of striking as far as like how much good shit's been coming out. I mean, Mm -hmm. between my list and the stuff you guys are talking about that I haven't heard yet, like I've got a list of like six things I'm going to buy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So it's, it's kind of nice, you know, Um, it's like a, um, what do they call it? An embarrassment of riches. There's like all this great stuff, you know? So yeah. just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, Alex, go ahead, man. Sorry. Oh, you're good. So uh, maybe my favorite record that I haven't mentioned yet is the self-titled LP from Parasite, which uh, if you're not familiar, Parasite is a Belgian band. Uh, most notably, they have Lino from Deadstop on vocals. But instead of sounding at all like Dead Stop, who are one of the best hardcore bands of this century, uh, they have a really heavy lean toward like almost uh, like different production on a tragedy record, essentially, but with Lino from Dead Stop singing on it. I think the record fucking kicks ass. Uh, It's just like it's heavy, but the vocals are a lot cleaner than you would normally expect for the style. I think it's interesting. is it self-titled? Yes. It's uh it's on Spotify and stuff too. Uh I think the record is self-released, and I don't know any place in America that has them, which is a bummer because I've never seen a physical copy. Um yeah. 
you know, they're they're on Bandcamp as well. You can order the LP on there, which I was thinking of doing. I mean, fucking European shipping. I'm gonna the band again. Uh, I'm uh, go ahead, Chris. What's that? What was the band again? What was the band again? Parasite. Parasite. I'm gonna look for them at through Sorry State because all the Levy to SMU stuff that I want to get, which is out of England and usually costs a small fortune for me to get stuff from directly from the label. Sorry State carries a lot of stuff that I'm looking for that's overseas. So I'm gonna try to check and see if they have it. Yeah, definitely. Um, sticking with overseas stuff, there's a a band from uh, Glasgow called uh, Test of Patience that put out a demo this year that it's like really it's fucking hard and it it hits and uh, it they have a a really just like a really cool vibe that it's a lot of styles that are kind of coming together uh, all at once that. I, I think it works really well. I, I can't wait to see more from that band, what they do, but I've listened to that demo a bunch. Um, restraining Order. The new Restraining Order record, I think, ah. fucking great. Oh, yes. Yeah. Locked in time. Yes, 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 mm. yes, yes. Uh, there's not a lot to be said about Restraining Order. They're like, they play every fucking show. They, they go hard every single time. They're always super fun. And they kick ass, even though fucking Keith Freeman um, got kicked out of Music League, but he's still he's still my dude. <laughs> you mean he got kicked out of Music League? The hell we was that? Out of Music League, we kicked I him out of Music League because didn't take it seriously. Out. Larry got kicked out of Music League too. What the hell so, is it? Uh, Music so League. So did Frank? Like he's gonna have some words with you, Alex. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Speaking well, of conservative military, which you might have some words with you. On the bright side, I'm, I'm, I imagine I'm a lot faster on my feet than Frank. So <laughs> you still haven't explained what this is. It's just a it's it's a game where basically you will create like a series of prompts. Um, then everybody plays a song anonymously. You then everybody votes, uh, up votes, down votes, whatever, each track. And you're voting on the tracks that were played anonymously. Uh, and then you, you just play for the most points. The most recent season that I did, I designed a, I designed the, uh, for, for our league, I designed a North American tour where you had to play a band from, from each city on the list. And then everybody voted. There was like hardcore, there was a bunch of, you know, rock and roll, soul, whatever the fuck, uh, all over the map. And yeah, it was it's a great time. It also leads to discovering a whole lot of new stuff. So uh, really enjoyable, but you know, Larry and Frank got kicked out. That's fine. Still love him. <laughs> Freeman got kicked out. Still my dude. Love him. Um, I've also got the, uh, the new heavy discipline, your scapegoat painkiller records uh, has slowed down a little bit, but they never disappoint. Uh, I think that record is, Maybe my favorite has heavy discipline stuff. Uh, I think it's really fucking good. A little more Pittsburgh flavor for you. Uh, I've also got uh, my favorite thing that came out of Syracuse this year. Demo 2 from All for All. who They're doing a style that is kind of out of fashion right now, but something that I really fucking like. There's like a lot of uh, maybe a little bit angrier version of the first stepper mindset is is the most direct comparison that I could come up with. 
Uh, I think they're fucking awesome. Those kids are great as well. Like all those dudes go to a million fucking shows and they show out every single time they like, you'd have a harder time. You'd have a hard time finding somebody who is just like better at being a fucking hardcore kid than Lucas Reed who plays guitar in that band. Sam Patterson, fucking awesome dude. Like that's a band that even if they sucked, I would support them no matter what, because those kids rule. I think it's fucking awesome that their band kicks ass. Yeah. I think that just about covers the list that I have here. Um, oh, also Brain Tourniquet, Expression in Pain. Good fucking record. I should include that as well. I saw them when they played here, and they were really good. I liked them a lot. I hadn't of heard them prior to that. I just went to the show, and yeah. it was great. I so. almost accidentally saw them when they were when they were uh, bootleg infest, but you know. I did see them when they were bootleg infest. I will oh. say that it is not it is oh. not for me. And I will That's also fair. say that I came to oh. the realization at that show that a brain tourniquet is a noose. Is that true? I don't know if it is or not, but what he was talking about it leads me to believe that. And by the end of their set, I really wish I had one. Wow. <laughs> Man. Out. Can I go next? Out. <laughs> oh, one other one other quick thing. My favorite non-hardcore record of this year is The Answer Is Always Yes by Alex Leahy, which is my maybe not my favorite stuff of hers, but I don't understand why, you know, like a fucking 23-year-old Australian lesbian's music resonates with me the way that it does, but I fucking love Alex Leahy. That's all what, what's it like? It is just like Australian lesbian. Really fucking catchy, like really fucking catchy indie rock stuff. I I would not anticipate it being to your taste. However, it is very much to mine, and I would not expect it to be to my taste either. Mm -hmm. I mean, you both sit through brain tourniquets, so who knows? Oh, oh you know, your filthy, dirty, dirty whore mouth. <laughs> oh. I would, I would recommend the first LP. Oh. Her first LP is called, uh, is called "I Love You Like a Brother," and it is fucking great. Like that record is like I, I've got a lifetime pass. I will grab whatever she puts out. She would probably have to put out five records that I think are actual steaming piles of shit in a row for me to stop buying her stuff. But yeah, okay. um, she is a fucking delight. And the way she has with words in her lyrics is just so fucking charming to me. Yeah. Love her. You could check her out at Little Affair 24. <laughs> I, you wow. Could, you could get me to go to Lilith Fair if she were playing. Just by luck and happenstance, there it is. Yeah. Uh, so what were you going to say, Mark? So I was going to... What were you going to add to this? Nothing. I was going to say I would give my part of the list. But because uh, Alex was saying how that kid was good at hardcore. Selfish act kids are good at doing hardcore. Yeah. Kids are fucking incredible. These kids bring the mosh. They bring the music. They bring the energy. <laughs> Selfish act 2020 fucking four. All right, I gotta there. say, shout shout those dudes out one hundred percent because I hit them up about buying a shirt and they just sent me one, Amazing. like yeah. next day, like paying way more in postage than they needed to. Like, what's it like? One hundred percent, shout those kids out. It was a very selfless act of them. <laughs> like it's like wow. heavy. Wow, it's like 
heavy-ish, fast-ish, hardcore. I don't know. It's not like it doesn't sound like all like like me and Chris talking about how like or me and Derek talking about everything freaking sounds the same. It doesn't sound like that, so that's why it's good. Their demo, yeah, their demo is good. No, they're doing they're doing something a little different, and they're doing it well. And and I'm gonna segue off of you whether you're done or not because I okay. also because I know you're gonna get there. Yeah. Uh, so I I love the Smash and Grab two song promo. I, as you know, I love fucking Smash and Grab. Yeah. But I also really fucking love the Jewel Tone demo. And it's between those two for, in my mind, man, for those best release. Man, you, you screwed it up for me, man. Oh, that was going to be my last thing. That's going to be my number one thing. Yeah. I was going to say, everybody wants to come for the crown, but they're too late. Yeah, because <laughs> I got that motherfucker. I took that crown. <laughs> Dude, like, so, um, Jewel Tone, yeah. Freaking Jewel Tone is freaking awesome. Like, so freaking good. Have you listened to them, Larry, at all? Jewel Tone? Yeah, I like them. Yeah. I like them. And I've got, you know, I know, I know Neff is a rapper, but they definitely, like, the hip-hop influence in there is so, like, that kind of makes it for me, you know? Like, it's very, like, I don't know, it's just good. And that's, go on. I don't think it's, like, it's not, like, a... I don't think it's as prominent as you think it is. Yeah, Mark. I don't I think, think it is. I think, it, I mean, it's there, but it's not quite... That's, that lyric, that lyric is hip-hop. No, I mean, listen, that, that, I, while that lyric is hip hop, I get it, but it, I mean, I don't. Think... I think that his his contribution to it coming from a hip hop background mm-hmm. is he knows where to punch the lyric and when. Yeah, like that's the hip hop influence, you know. Yeah, I mean, his phrasing is interesting. Like sometimes I hear him come in on a two instead of a one, so that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. But I don't think, just on the face of it, unless you really are really super deep into hip hop and know his background. I don't think you're going to notice it as much. That you know? song where yeah, I, like, I agree with that. That thing where he, that song where he's like that bullshit thoughts part. The way he says that thing, you know, it's, I think it's on the fourth song where he like kind of pauses and says bullshit thoughts. He just puts I mean, a breath in there. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it, it's. I think it works. It's really cool. I think that the and, the hip hop influence comes across more in his stage presence than it does on the recording. Like definitely, he, he has more yeah. of a hip hop stage presence than he does like a tr- like a normal ass like everyday hardcore singer stage presence in a way that yeah. really, that like really does command attention in a slightly different way. But it's it's fucking cool. And that motherfucker and, loves wrestling. Just coming coming from a slightly <laughs> different place than than people. Well, good wrestling or bad, I. It's just Sorry, totally Alex. just fucking went off. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> all right. I, I like gotta, I gotta band, say they didn't really ahead. click for me when it was just the recording. Uh, I was like, well, you know, I, I think this has potential, but it didn't really like grab me. Seeing them for the first time, like they they were fucking great. Like they they one hundred percent converted me the first time I saw them. I did not expect to enjoy their their set as much as I did, and they were fucking awesome. Yeah, and especially with crowd participation, they're really good too. Like the like the last show was the first time I saw any real crowd participation with them, and it was really cool. Like it was it was dope. I still and, need some. And I said it. Go on, sorry, go on. So I said it before, and I'll say it again. Smile and wave is an anthem for Buffalo. Seven one six. Smile and wave. Dude, that song is fucking great. Like, yeah, that band's. I I can't wait to hear where they go next. Like, what their next recording is going to be. Christian, like. write some goddamn songs. 
Yeah, What's that? Seriously. Say Christian, write some goddamn song. <laughs> they, they were on my list as well as another Buffalo band. Uh, Wait, could could I? I got one more. Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, don't take any more of his. Don't take any more of his shine. Go ahead. I was gonna say the Gel Only Constant LP is freaking awesome. Like it's uh, good. What? It's, oh, Gel Only Constant. Yeah. It's driving. It's great. It's sincere. It's it's awesome like they're just a good band they're flying the flag for freaking hardcore they um like it's good to see a big band that is a hardcore band be big and get played all sorts of big crowds and stuff and i appreciate that a lot so <clears throat> fucking joe you should have saw him at the last show hey i can't make it to every show shots fired just, shots I'm fired just, i'm just kidding man I, I actually left there in their set because, you know, I don't really care about them that much. <laughs> I think the best song on that yeah, LP is Attainable. So check out that track. Anyway. Yeah. Gel. Gel. Hardcore. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a hardcore for the freaks. And you know that I always sell, say, Gel makes, Gowl takes. I stand by that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hardcore is for the freaks. Hey, does Selfish Absolutely. Act have physical releases, or is it just all digital? Just digital. Uh, right they now. have a tape. No, they well, have they a tape. They did? They, they have, have a tape, have it. but they're also having, like, I guess the tapes they had weren't very good quality, so they're getting some oh, made. Uh, that Sawyer Collective's uh, making it for them, so. Oh, cool. They'll, they'll be, a better, cool. be a better quality. So Get into this shit. Decent. decent. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, it's a, great. It's great. Oh, so go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. You're, if you're going to add something, go ahead. I was going to say, it's it's just great to see, like, particularly Jewel Tone and Selfish Act just kind of came out of nowhere. Yes. And and they're making, like, a huge impact. You know, like, they're not, like, they're not sitting on the sidelines. They're not doing what everyone else is doing. They're not doing what people think they should do or whatever. Yeah. You know, they're doing what feels right to them, and people are responding to it. Yeah, it's great. Them yeah. and Monomaniac made my show that I did. Like, dude, they shout out Monomaniac for they're like another band that's coming up and doing their thing. Freaking high school kid, actual high school kids, fucking doing a fucking band in Buffalo and freaking doing shit. I can't wait to see what they do next. But I did a yeah. show, Larry. I did a show like a month ago, and those two bands they brought the freaking crowd. I mean. They brought the cool. energy. It's freaking awesome, and the kids stuck around for the most part. It was it was an awesome show. I think it was like the best show for every band to play that goddamn show. I think. Nice. Well, it comes springtime. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get you old asses down here. Maybe you should bring one of the younger ones too. That'd be cool. Yeah, we can figure something out. Yeah, you totally. should uh, make that show happen sometime in April when I'll be uh, in that area. I probably could do that. I mean, I, I'm at no, the point where like I, I'm not really like booking shows. Like, I don't really want to fucking get into all that, but I found that if I want to see a band play, I have to. Book. <laughs> my yeah. schedule, my schedule is just fucked up. And it's like, well, if I want to see a band, I guess I have to book them, you know? So um, I want to see you guys. So I've talked to both about having both uh, Old Ghost and Holdout come down and maybe you, sh you should make it, maybe you should make it a package tour. Buffalo trifecta. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
but I'd, ha- I'd, I'd, I'd the, the trick the trick is is finding a, a, a good headliner because no offense i mean if nobody knows you guys we have somebody yeah nobody bring folks in you know <laughs> totally so yeah that's not what i said don't put words we can, in my mouth. We can do what a i'm personal, saying is <laughs> personal show for you larry well, I mean, you know, it right behind you, we can play. We can play right in, behind you there. I see a space right behind you. I'm, I'm not interested in your OnlyFans, dude. I'm just talking about your band. Dude, don't you talk about this. You haven't seen it, motherfucker. You're right, and I don't plan on it. Either. Oh, I mean, you're wait. already ruining your family pictures. Why ruin everything else? <laughs> wait for the Why ruin DM internet tonight? porn too. Wait yeah. for DM tonight. You're gonna see everything. <laughs> the Atla- the Atlant the Atlantic Standard article. How Derek Dole ruined the internet porn uh, industry. All right, rain, rain, rain it back fans. in. Rain it back in. All right, well, you guys got assholes before you've basically seen Derek's OnlyFans. It's it's pretty good, but <laughs> all right, Thanks, well, Alex. Got Chris. Fucking Alex is Larry. What do you guys got? <laughs> I, that's Derek boring. Puckered Starfish is the name of the site. <laughs> Stop it. Let's get back on track here, guys. It's bleached. Oh, you got me all distracted thinking about fucking D-Spice and Starfish. <laughs> all right. Back on uh, So, does anybody else got anything? Or am I closing this out with my, like, uh, I got things? Bad Blood. The, the bad oh, time. fuck. I forgot Bad Blood. Yeah. Bad oh, Blood. You did, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I also <sighs> forgot that. The other uh, idiot, Greg, Nick, and uh, Mason, uh, Mason band, yeah, with with North Buffalo. It's a good North record, Buffalo man. in the house. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It, you know, I keep forgetting that it came out this year because some of us heard it last year. It's true. Oh, Chris is. I cool. keep, I keep, I keep fucking forgetting about that. No, I'm not cool anymore. You know, but once upon a time, hearing stuff first, getting free shirts. Look at you. Yeah, I know, dude. Like, hey, you know. And get your flowers in your old age. It happens. I like how angry the bad blood is, too. I feel like it's talking oh, a little bit shit in the lyrics there. There's some yeah. shit being talked. I yeah. Like it. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking good, fast, hardcore. Yeah. And uh, freaking you know, Elman. Yeah. But I dig it. Do it. And you get like a great. I, I think so. I mean, it's not as fast as you're thinking, it's not as fast as they're saying. Yeah. Right. But it, I think, I think you dig it. Yeah. So, well, I mean, some of the records on my list, I mean, if you look at the bands at face value, you'd think they'd be a little bit faster, but they really kind of aren't. You know, Chain Whip's yeah. not super, super fast, and neither is Imploders. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll check it out for sure. Uh, I had another record on mine that's probably on nowhere near you guys' radar is uh, the Paint of Black Famine, Famine 12-inch. Um, I tried. I tried. I know, like, I, you know... I, I think that band has a flawless discography, but mm. it's a it's a it's of a certain style that I don't think any of you guys would like. I think they're really good at the style they do, and the style they do does nothing for me. Right. right. That's a fair. I mean, that's fair. This latest record, I feel like, is like harder than their like last three records. It's a little more stompier, I guess, as mm-hmm. in a way that they could do it, and. uh I think they, for being on high like a hiatus for like ten years or whatever, they've done pretty good with the record. So, cool. um, other than that, uh, Bent Blue Sunstroke Split, I thought it was pretty good, and uh, Fiddlehead Death is nothing to us record, which both are like 
you know, what you expect from both those bands. Like the Fiddlehead record, I think is their best record, but it, it's still not too different from the other stuff they did. I don't like it quite as much as some of their, like Summertime and Blind, I think is still my favorite, but. Yeah. What's that band even sound like? Trauma. Uh, what'd you say, Chris? Trauma. <laughs> kind of. It, it is kind of a. Therapy. Not the <laughs> band. <laughs> I don't know, Alex, what do you think say it would sound like? I mean, if they were to fall in with any like traditional subgenre, they would make sense as like a clean modern production modern production version of like Rev Summer stuff, but uh, kind of, it, but kind, <laughs> kind of, not really. And also, like they're also I don't know a little bit less like discordant than a lot of that stuff got. They're just like catchy. Uh, I don't know. Like I like. So you're saying they sound like a bee feeder? No, no. I like, no, they're, they're... Than, I like fiddlehead more than I more than I should on paper. Um, but like, I don't know, man. They're they're energetic and they're fucking. But at the same time, they have songs that are bummers. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I can they, deal with bummer songs. They're they're good though. Larry, you wouldn't like them. I would not blindly hey, listen. Uh, say, hey, Larry, why don't you go spend 30 bucks on a fucking Fiddlehead LP ship? I'm not giving them my fucking money. I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd say uh, Sunstroke and Ben Blue are kind of like along the same lines, too. Sunstroke is definitely Revolution Summer, like Rights of Springish, Dagnasty ish, uh, that type of a thing. Ben Blue is yeah. sort of in that direction, also. Um, yeah, I, I fiddlehead the uh dude's voice doesn't do it for me, so I really don't fuck with fiddlehead. Yeah, yeah they're the first like... Pat Flynn band that I actually like, and I I fucking love Pat Flynn. I don't have a single negative word to say about that guy. He's like legitimately one of the nicest people you will ever meet, and I wanted to like have heart, and I wanted to like a bunch. Oh, of I don't. Know. I do not like that. Yeah, no, have heart fucking stinks. And yeah. They, they're just they're not for me they're like there's a generation they're not for me they are like, they are like a staple band that they think of as a classic to me they're like one ear out the fucking other man they pass through me the gamma radiation uh, they do nothing for me um but fiddlehead is my favorite band of his by a country mile it's like i, I really like fiddlehead and, and i wouldn't have expected to Boom, same. All right. I'm in that same boat because I didn't like any of his other bands really either. All right. It's right. funny how vocalists can ruin a band. <laughs> Absolutely. Like vocals are hugely important. And some and, people like that. Clearly, I mean, Fiddlehead is wildly popular, so I'm clearly in the minority on that. Yeah. It's, it's like that Scourge record. Like, I. I. I don't, I don't go, like that. Go ahead. I don't like that guy's vocals, man. It sounds like me when I'm like, Having a, a violent vomit episode. Yeah, I I tried to listen to that Scourge record on your recommendation, yeah. Alex, and on Brett's it. recommendation, and I was just like, "This is it must be a generational thing because this is not for me." Yeah, did not did not do anything for me either. Like the music sounds like it could be great, but like I could listen to a band of that style that has a vocalist I like. Yeah, the fugitive at all. 
I also tried that. Not, I didn't like Power Trip either. So I, in I tracks that I wouldn't be into Fugitive. Yeah, I loved Power Trip. And yeah, I mean, Fugitive is basically more or less Power Trip picking up where they left off minus yeah. really plus plus Seth. So yeah. Uh, you know, are I, we, into, uh, are we not What's that? No, I can see where you're coming from, but yeah, I mean, I disagree. I think that dude's that dude's vocals fucking kick ass. Yeah. That's fun. What else, what else you got? Because I got a fucking list here. Uh, I just have a couple honorable honorable mentions. Um, I like that Kill Uncle stuff that I heard. And so yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I did not include the boot um, bootlicker EP stomp. Because that's all previously released stuff, but yeah. a lot of that stuff I hadn't heard, so I was pretty happy to have that. And I also did not include Soul Charge because the record actually isn't out yet, but I heard an advanced track that features Human Furnace on backing vocals, and uh, they're a Cleveland hardcore band, and um, it's really fucking good, even before. James vocals come in and singing that one verse. It's fucking really good. Um, but you know, they're all older dudes and I don't think they'll ever tour or do a lot of that stuff. Um, Jason was in run devil run and a bunch of other stuff. Um, but yeah, soul charge is wildly superior to that. And it's just good. Shout out Jason. Yeah. Jason, Jason sparks. It's, it's like, um, it's fast hardcore it's not doesn't sound posy but jason being the guy he is you kind of almost want to apply that to them but it's really not <laughs> you know and um yeah it's the stuff i heard that's going to be coming up is really fucking good so i couldn't include it but i just wanted to bring it up because that song just fucking really bowled me over so, so that that kill uncle demo fucking blew me away with how good it was it's really good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Like, and they just did a late shout out cut, Billy, correct? shout out Kari, shout out I forget who the other two are because I'm a terrible person. Uh that shit's so fucking good. Like that demo, like, well done. That demo is fucking fantastic. I actually hit her up about coming in the spring too. So that's how much I liked it. We're like, yeah, I want to see this band. So yeah, um, yeah. So, uh. I really like that still pretty demo. Damn. I really I really like that. I thought it was fucking great. Uh and I love all of your vocals, Derek. I know they're just backing on that, but like your voice is fucking monstrous and needs to be heard more. Obviously oh. there's old ghosts, but I'm just saying, like Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Keep doing it. There's some can I say recordings that are kicking around. Monstrous. What's that, Larry? You want to see my own? I, 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 <laughs> I said your non-singing voice. Your non-singing voice Yo. is pretty monstrous as well. It's just like your puckered starfish. It's monstrous. Do you, do you guys need a few minutes alone to cam show? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I'm just, it's awfully you know, cute. Tell Liz oh, I'm coming Jesus for you. Wept. All right, so, <laughs> Jesus wept. I don't know what this has turned into. Fucking Nickel City sex show. show. That's what it's turned into. <laughs> My God, usually I'm we're the celebrating one that does baby Jesus. Chris. I mean, we're oh, we're God. a lot of a lot of episodes deep, and this is the horniest this show's ever been. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mark Mark's just staying there, look, reading something off screen, just. <laughs> <laughs> 
tuned out. I'm gonna let you white boys act like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone who's made it this far into the podcast episode, God bless you. Krishna yeah, bless you. you. Yeah. All right, so let me finish this out. Um, intention, brand new story. Great Japanese hardcore. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great true. Japanese hardcore. Like totally getting that. Uh, you know, touching back on the old days. Uh, that latest holdout was great. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Coa trauma dump. If you if you guys don't fuck with Coa, you really should be Colin of Arabia. You know, I did check out like, this record. And it's definitely it grabbed me more than anything else they did. Uh, yeah, I think I got to sit with it a little bit more because it kind of just came out like a month ago, right? Yeah, it's pretty new. But that song, uh, "Don't Tell the Boys," not a song you would expect from guys like that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's like really like a, a pretty like personal song about being damaged. Not not in the in the you know the normal like kind of uh machismo way about it and such like it's it's that's that record is like that seven inch is really fucking good i'll I'll have to sit with that a little bit more um and then my as mark would say non-hardcore hardcore adjacent things the home front games of power record is really good okay i like that one song the one with the guy from the chisel the one they had the video for the the blitz uh you know the blitz cover song <laughs> mm. i feel like you and i are the only ones here what happened to everyone else i'm here i don't think okay. anyone else i like home front I, I for some reason in my mind that record is last year i trust you that it's this year but um yeah yeah no, it's, I, it's this I, I had to look i had to make sure because uh in my mind that and the high biz record came out at like the same time but i think i discovered them around the same time or something yeah that might have been is really good uh maybe the only good thing from edmonton ever <laughs> maybe i thought they were from fucking england when somebody told me they were from canada i was a little disappointed that's Dude. not my my uh a friend of mine played uh in a band from there that was really good called no problem which is a terrible fucking name but they were they were fucking cool which is also with Graham. So, yeah, yeah, the, the home front record's great. I um, and the last, what's that? I hundred percent thought they were from England. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like uh, I forget who told me they were from Canada, but I was just like, no, nah, come on, like no, no. Yeah, the song was um, Nation, Nation. That's the song I like. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one that that hooks you in. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a year without a soft kill record. Uh, soft kill metal world peace. Fucking love that shit. Love that band. Fuck with that band all day long. I checked that when it came out and I thought it was really good. Uh, I did not. Yeah. I haven't listened to it much though since then. I don't know if like it's a, like m- mood music for me or something, you know? Maybe I mean it's 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 not something that you can put on all the time because it's you know kind of dark and such. Yeah. Um, but I really like it, and also uh, the last Lancome record, which I always forget about. I was rocking that pretty heavy earlier in the year. Um, Lancome, for those who don't know, is like kind of Irish folk traveler punk 
uh very very um atmospheric big sounding i'm a big fan i feel like this is like the first conversation in a series of conversations with that ends up with you being like yeah guys so i'm just really into flogging molly <laughs> no fuck you fuck you that's not even that's no fuck you that's not even a fucking no that's like you being like oh i'm really into mill spec oh you must really be into blink 182 as well <laughs> hey, listen fuck you i don't hate on david king that much because uh he's got a fast way to to his credit as well so did that miss did someone from akron say something i i heard a buzzing <laughs> <laughs> can you guys not hear me now <laughs> um and and the last thing i'll add is that this year also had some fucking awesome reissues which i'm surprised no one mentioned they don't obviously have, the, but they're, the number they're one being uh the number one reissue being the ssd reissue okay yeah yeah you don't you don't fuck with the SSD reissue, Derek. I feel Listen, like I'm, I'm. I don't know I, you. I know. I I bought it, and uh, my thing with SSD, like they're like below a lot of the other Boston bands for me. Like, um, oh shut up. Yeah, yeah, dude, like, yeah. yeah. Negative finish. effects. Let, let him. Let him. Let him dig the hole deeper. Yeah, negative effects. I listen to more. Uh, Last rights. I listen to more. Slapshot. I listen to more. Basically anything choke did. Um, even the first DYS record I listened to more. FUs I listened to more. Even gangrene, even bad gangrene I listened to more. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's a... the only but two I bands like... I like more of that Boston contingent. There are only two bands I like more than SSD. It would be Negative Effects, who are fucking great, and Jerry's Kids. Another like, band I listen to more. <laughs> well, is this my world's pretty fucking excellent record? I love that record quite a bit, but it's great. My my Let, only disappointment with that is that there wasn't more in the packaging like these other records that Trust has done. But I also understand that the SSD people put out that book, so it, that kind of took away from it. You kind of need to buy both of them to get the full, the full package. Yeah, it like the the remaster job on that sounds fucking awesome like I, I i've never had an original copy of that i um i've only heard you know like mp3s that have been circulating for a million years that sound like a little bit a little bit shitty which might just be a bad rip but the uh the remaster job that they did to do that reissue sounds fucking incredible yeah i 100 percent agree with that and i and i like that they even though because of things that happen I lost my SSD card, so I couldn't get the limited gold version. Mm. But I like that they did a limited run of white covers that may look better than the black cover. I did think that was pretty cool how they did yeah, that. Yeah, they pulled out yeah. all the stops. Now, this record hasn't been out of print to the best of my knowledge, but the uh, the reissue of Speak Out... Yeah. That Rev did looks fucking awesome. The the book that comes did. with all that stuff. Right, yeah, it's nice. That. Yeah, it sounds nice. It sounds better than the original version. I mean, it still doesn't sound great. It still sounds like speak it's, out. But... Wow, well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know. I couldn't tell. Fiber in your shit. Yeah, I couldn't tell a big difference between the 
the it was know, a little bit. Yeah. And along similar lines, the uh the hardcover book version of Slip. I couldn't what's that? I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to buy it for some reason. I mean, I, I grabbed it just because it's like, well, I mean I I have an original of it, so I don't need like the the repress just for the sake of the repress, but that book they did a really, really nice job. Uh, I know it was a little bit of a heavy lift as far as the 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 price tag on that thing, but in my opinion, if you love that record, it's it's absolutely worth it. Is there a lot of like uh, like in the book? Is there like is it just pictures, or is there like a lot of like writing in it and stuff too? So I haven't spent a ton of time with it to be honest with you. I like I I just kind of thumbed through it, put it on a shelf and then went back to work. But like they put a lot of cool visual stuff in there at a minimum, to be honest with you, I didn't flip through enough to see if there was like a lot of uh, like a lot of substantive writing. Uh, right. I'm happy to let you thumb through mine though, to make a value uh, value judgment of your own. All right. Um, yeah, I have no particular what? interest to anybody on this call. Um, I did get the Celtic Frost box set this year. I was thinking about that and I passed on it. How is that? Is, it's beautiful. It's it's beautiful. It's well worth well, it comes with a hardcover book with like a story of the band with all kinds of photos. Um mm. the records are well done. The only record that I didn't have by them was the Emperor's Return EP. So I justified it by <laughs> buying that thing for that one record. Um, but I still have all my originals, but um it was that's really good. I mean, there was a Voivod box set too, but I think that was 2022. But the Celtic Frost one is really fucking great. It's and all the records sound good and it looks amazing and um it's really well done. Yeah, I gotta add the Slowpoke demo on vinyl was a great reissue this year. <laughs> um it's unfortunate that they didn't play the show they were supposed to play. Oh, I mean it's unfortunate that they didn't play, but I wasn't going to be able to make it. So, you know, um, and uh, the Blood Runs Black demo reissue. So stoked on that. I didn't even know those happened. Like, where? Who put those out? Um, I forget who put out the Slowpoke. It may have been them under some like fake label. Okay. Uh, and I, I forget who did the Blood Runs Black. But it was just like a thing. I think I saw and I ordered it immediately. And then forgot about it till it showed up. Is that band from Syracuse? And did they have three guitar players? Yes, they're from Syracuse. I think God Below had three guitar players, but Blood Runs Black and God Below, like people from Blood Runs Black went into God Below. Okay. Like God Runs, Blood Runs Black was like the uh, the foundation kind of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. And there were, uh, some of those dudes were in a band before that called Train of Anguish. Which is really good as well. Mm. I think the singer and maybe one of the mm. guitar players. And then, unless you guys have anything else, I got one final one that I'm surprised no one mentions. I'm good. Go for it. That minor threat seven inch. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot I even put that in the chat. <laughs> like, like, does this count? Just a, just, just a surprise out of nowhere. I'm like, 
hey, here's a couple of alternate takes that are better than the fucking record 40 years later. I don't know about better than better than the record, but it's definitely very uh, worth it. I got it and I like it, but it's really only truly essential because they have such a small catalog. Yeah. That's, just how That's I why I put it in with my, my reissues because it's really not a like, like what hardcore hasn't really explored alternate take records that's mass market yet. Yeah. It's it's I think it's cool hearing the two guitar parts in those songs. Like mm-hmm. I think it's I know a lot of people say it's like novelty, but it's not. I I think I think it's essential. Fuck it. Yeah, I agree. Fair enough. And like uh, the little. You also like DUIS better than SSD, Derek. So you're automatically disqualified. Yeah, fine. I wouldn't say disqualified, (laughs) but definitely discounted. (laughs) I'm okay with that, man. I'm just, you know, I'm being real, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. Real weird. Fly, fly your freak flag. Wait, Derek, I'm just curious. Which SSD record do you prefer? Um, get it away. Yeah, I I definitely do too, which yeah. I don't feel yeah. like is the most common opinion, but also I no, I do as well. I don't think that there's really a wrong answer between the first two. No, there isn't. Because I mean, like, they're both they're both good. I just I think know, I just the, like the peaks of uh, the peaks of uh, kids are probably a little bit higher than the high points on Get It Away, but like the. The floor is so high on Get It Away, whereas you have to listen to how much art on kids. Right, like Get It Away, like, yes, as you said, but Get It Away is is consistent and kids is not. I question if they would be in as high regard if their stuff was available all along. Mm. Mm. Hard to say. I mean, the, the, the... legend and story of ssd is just as important as the records true yeah you, know, like, you could i think the easiest point of comparison there is just the rest of the exclaim catalog with respect to you know uh just like jerry's kids and the fus and stuff like that is just kind of a little bit more lost to the sands of time like it, it's it's classic shit, but they don't get the same amount of like name checking yeah, and Jerry's the time has done a good job of keeping a lot of that stuff in print. What was that, Larry? I was saying Jerry's kids got name checked the most probably in the early two thousands. Yeah, it was like Tang kept most of that stuff in print pretty yeah. well. For whatever reason, SSD just wasn't one of them. That power thing was just like, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's just like a massive. Tracks, yeah. Hey, here's a couple really good songs, and then here's some shit off. Break it up, enjoy. Mark, what do you think yeah. about SSD? What do I think about SSD? Yeah, I can live without him. He's thankful for their influence Ooh. on youth of today. So you guys <laughs> do nothing about what Mark just said. You guys jumped down my throat. SSD is a T-shirt <laughs> band. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Back that ah. shit up. SSD is a t-shirt band. I don't even know what that means, but I'm morally offended. There means that a lot of people, however, a lot of people wear SSD shirts to wear SSD shirts rather than actually give a shit about the band. He's actually kind of not wrong. 
I know plenty of motherfuckers that wear SSD shirts that don't even listen to a single fucking note by that band. And I it's can a just cool shirt. Them. SSD is a cool ass shirt. <laughs> They're the black flag bars for straight edge kids. <laughs> whoa, whoa. It's getting out of hand. It's getting fucking crazy here. And listen, listen, you heard me. I love SSD control, but that's kind of the truth. Mark's kind of not wrong on that very point, but not caring about them. Mm, that's a bit bullshit. I can live with you're, that. You're I expect goofball Stop. shit from Mark when it comes to <laughs> stuff that's out of his wheelhouse. He he's gonna have like unnecessarily spicy, fucking ridiculous takes. What's out of my wheelhouse? I know, I know SSD. I just don't need him. I like the stuff that SSD influenced more than I like SSD. Like you said, today is a million times better than SSD. You guys are just now. Now you're just being hurtful. I mean, you guys are. Just- <laughs> are you gonna cry, Larry? Are you gonna cry? And, I, you know what? It's fucking Christmas time. I'd expect a little more charity from you too. <laughs> are you gonna cry? I, I definitely like Youth of Today more than I like SSD, but I also love both. There you go. You guys are gonna have the fucking ghost of fucking Albriel show up next Christmas. No. Don't Man, say that yeah. shit because he's not doing well. Don't don't wish that on him. He ain't doing well. I'm not That's wishing not okay. he could be alive. And he's gonna come haunt them and he's gonna say there's gonna be three ghosts visiting you. You're gonna change your ways. He's like, hey, <laughs> you're right about SSD. Check out my other band. <laughs> uh, the fact that the fact that 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 exclaim store that he shut down like uh December 1st, the fact that they had like probably 75% SSD control stuff and then like 25% gauge material. Like he was very he was very, very proud of that stuff. That's great. Who was ordering that? I don't know because that's super was fans. Awesome. Like the super owl fans. This is the last episode of the year. Yeah. The last day of the yeah, year. Yeah it'll literally be like tomorrow will literally be a new year. Yeah. Or yeah. Right. We're recording this on New Year's Eve. Yeah, <laughs> so New Year's Eve. It is not the 19th at all. We're in fact recording this on New Year's Eve. Hot and ready. So if this is New Year's Eve, how was the integrity? Hello, friends. Torsten here with Triple Hammer Records for the Nickel City Soundtrack Podcast Year and Wrap Up 2023. We started out 2023 working with Maddie Did That, Jimmy ITK on their Nobody's Favorite EP release on cassette. The Chicago rapper and producer were a blast to work with. We got some great merch off for this. You can check it all out on triplehammerrecords.com. Look up their other things that they do. Face Value Podcast, Midwest All Day. Friends of Bad Luck Records out there in Chicago. Shout out to our Chicago family. Next, we are working with Aaron King on his I Am King project. It's a self-titled release on cassette. We love how this came out. We love metalcore. We love hardcore. We love fast shit. Um, It's all in there from Aaron King. If you know his previous projects and his passion... Um, it's all coming through on this release. Next, we did Jewel Tones Demo 2023. This was obviously a huge release for us. Um, 
we love this demo we love how it came out on the pink cassette these are nearly gone we have a second pressing on the way shout out christian uh jordan neftali whoever's playing bass we love this band we love uh what you're doing for buffalo hardcore we wrapped up 2023 releasing hotel etiquette's ouch on lp the second piece of wax from Triple Hammer Records, the second one from Hotel Etiquette. Thank you so much to Michael Hansen for making this happen, for everything you do for the label. Going into the studio with Gary Sioni from Crime and Stereo. Um, those guys put in just over a week and came out with this beast of a record. In 2024, Hotel Etiquette, Gato Black, Norman Toronto, Evasive Actions, Bow and Spear, we're all playing together at Cobra Lounge, April 6th, 2024. Come out to Chicago, Illinois, and see the first Triple Hammer Records showcase. Um, should be a blast. In 2024, you're going to hear more from Gato Black, Norman Toronto, a little rap group from Buffalo called Rodigies. Some other bands I can't talk about yet, but we have stuff for 2024. We're so excited to keep this thing moving. Thank you to the Nickel City Soundtrack Podcast for sticking with, sticking with us and, and staying up with the releases. Thank you to Left Turn for carrying our stuff. Out There Records, Black Dots Records, TripleHammerRecords.com. Thank you to you. We'll see you around. What's up? This is Aaron King, and this is my top five albums of 2023. First, I have The Hope Conspiracy, Confusion, Slash Chaos, Slash Misery, EP. Second, I have Better Lovers, God Made Me an Animal, EP. Third, I have Zulu, A New Tomorrow. Fourth, Jewel Tones, 2023 Demo. And fifth, I have my own release, X, I Am King X, self-titled album. Those are my picks for 2023. Happy New Year, everybody, and stay safe. My name is Griffin Coyne, and I play in GOA and Selfish Act. In no particular order, my top five releases of the year are the Jewel Tone Demo, Hold Out, Comply, or Die, The Tsunami LP, Paint of Truth, Not Through Blood, and Gel, Only Constant. Hey everybody, this is Megan from the band Last Night Songs, and I'm bringing you my top five album releases of 2023. These are in no particular order. I've got Nation of Languages, Strange Disciple, Yola Tango's This Stupid World. I've been listening a lot to Mitski, her album The Land is Inhospitable, and So Are We. Frost Children, you got to check out Frost Children, their album Hearth Room, and Magazine Beach, their album Constant Springtime. Also want to give a shout out. We released our brand new self-titled album, Last Night Songs, streaming everywhere. Check us out on Instagram. We'll see you guys in 2024. Yo, uh, this is Brandon from the Lake Erie Monster YouTube channel. I'm walking home from the show on December 28th, and I'm here to deliver my top five uh, one Mighty Taco to um, the wrestling stuff, getting its own feed. Um, three, uh, have uh, Brandon and Ryan on the podcast more. Um, 
four, I don't, I don't, I lost the thread, uh, five, Buffalo fucking punk and hardcore, what a fucking year, um, just keep the fucking ball rolling, uh, let's fucking go. Hey everyone, this is Lacey from the band Kicking and Clitter Critters with my top five releases in 2023 that deserve some attention. These are in no particular order. So the first one is from the Los Angeles forlorn new wave gloomy punk band Object of Affection with the release Field of Appearances. This was a steady staple in my car CD player. And yes, my car still has a CD player. The next release that I want to sh- give a shout out to is the Buffalo Hardcore Band Jewel Tone, their demo 2023 EP. I definitely made my band listen to the entire EP at practice one day, so shout out to those kids. Um, the next one is from LA Dream Pop Band Crushed with their EP Extra Life. They definitely are giving all of those like mid-90s Brit vibes. Uh, the next is a post-punk dark wave band out of Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Shout out to my buddy Tony with his uh, project Funeral Day and their release, um, Out of Prayers. Um, definitely dip into that back catalog, too, for some more jams. And then finally, uh, I want to promote the release Australia Stops from the band Coffin, which stands for Children of Finland Fighting in Norway. They're from Sydney, Australia, just good old-fashioned like rock and roll. Kicking played with them in 2023, and if you get a chance to catch them stateside, bring a case of Twisted Tea for their road manager. Um, Some honorable mentions I want to toss out there include... Buffalo's post-punk band Deluxe with their release, If You Were Me. Um, Also, this project is endorsed by Tobias Grave of Soft Kill, if that means anything to you or if you need another reason to go and check out that band. Um, And then finally, uh, the Memphis, Tennessee post-hardcore band Cherry Smoke with their EP Out of Pocket. Um, Kicking is looking forward to playing with them uh, in spring 2024 in Jackson, Mississippi. So um, I hope you check these out and some of the other recommendations from the other people for things that came out in 2023. Hey, what's up? This is Kenny from Makeout Tactics, and my favorite releases of 2023 were Rat Saw God by the band Wednesday, the album Pure Music by Strange Ranger, the album Bad Dream Jaguar by Sun June, uh, the album All Fiction by the band Pile, and the album Girl with Fish by Feeble Little Horse. Rock on. This is Randy from Thirsty here in Tokyo, Japan. My top five for this year, Wound Man, Human Outline LP, Level, Gone West EP, Cannibal Corpse, Chaos Horrific LP, Fight It Out, Skinhead Grind EP, and last, Jewel Tone Demo. All five of these records, releases, they're all fucking great. Can't wait for next year for releases from more of these bands. What's going on? Derek from Monomaniac here, and here's our top five favorite releases of 2023. Jackie really enjoyed Periphery 5 by Periphery, and as a whole entire band, we really did enjoy So Unknown by Jesus Peace. That's... A huge inspiration to us, that album and that band. 
Shout out to Jesus Peace. Selfish Act by Selfish Act, of course. Shout out to the homies in Selfish Act as well. Logan really enjoyed Suffocating Hallucination by Full of Hell. And me personally, I really did enjoy Living Proof by Drain and A New Tomorrow by Zulu. Two really good bands and two really good albums that I just discovered this year. And they put out two really, really good albums this year as well. Um, also, just an honorable mention, I really did enjoy Step Into the Light by That Case of Strain as well. Um, those are all really good albums and hopefully there's just as good or even better albums in 2024. Thank you. How you doing? This is Mike from Union, Juggernaut, and GOA. Home with my best of 2023. It's a magnitude of days renewed. Selfish act and their demo. Ringworm seeing through fire. KK's priest, the sinner rides again. An all-out war, celestial rot. Hi, this is Billy Page with my top five of 2023. The Drink Deep DD 7-inch. The Still Pretty Demo. Planet on a Chain Boxed In. Pure Heel. Freedom From You, and Bad Blood, The Bad Kind Decides. I'm here with Kari Yo. of the band. Kill Uncle. Hell yeah. He's going to give me his top five. five. Releases of the year uh, in no particular order. Uh, first, Zulu's A New Tomorrow. Second, I'm going with... Conservative military image, casual violence. Uh, I'm also going to go with Concrete Cowboys from Buggin'. Uh, I'm going to say Outcry from Neverending Game. And I'm going to say Second Souffle from Beton Arme. Boom. Yep. Thanks, buddy. So I'm here with Ryan, Ross, and Mark Miller. Oh, you're doing the thing? You're doing the thing? Ryan's going to give us his top two or three records of the year so what are they ryan top five okay ready uh, i have to have a couple honorable mentions and i thought about this and a couple honorable mentions we include um all the young bands such as selfish act who put out a demo and who um and <laughs> and hold out who put out a single because that's not enough not enough to judge so here we go um all the young bands keep doing what you're doing all the new bands keep doing what you're doing top five we got distort um, their new record. It's really good. I haven't listened to it much as of late, but I was like, gam, that was really good. Top four. Um, I'm, I'm including demos. Top four and um, EPs will be Violent Way, their new one. It's so good. Very oi. Um, top three is um, we're going to do um, um, Ashara, that band. That man is, I'm on my metal cord. Like, I'm going to be wearing my It Dies Today hoodie. So, <laughs> I have to get that in there. Number two, we have fucking Bad Blood. That's uh, that is, that's just just that's just the best. Bad Blood, Lost to Sin, I believe it's called. Or The Bad Kind Decides. Yes, yes, yes. Bad Kind Decides. Number one, we have Exhibition with The Last Laugh. It's so good. You got to listen to it. And 
when Smash and Grab puts us full length, we'll see when we see. But until then, this is Ryan on the scene. Watch my YouTube channel, These Dreams. You can find it linked anywhere. But good night and Happy New Year. I'll see you in 2024. Happy New Year.